0: Sneaker business talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker business talk. It's the Soul Material podcast. And we're back once again. It's the Soul Material crew. Uh, it's T-Bark, the Street Shark,
1: and OGeo.
0: All right, and we're back for another episode of that sneaker business talk from the podcast to cheer for uh, Soul Material. So um, really wanted to, um, you know, we always dive into different layers to different uh, topics because that's kind of how we do over here, um, just giving you that clarity over popularity about what's going on. So we just wanted to uh, just dive into some technical aspects uh, to the sneaker game and um, and we're talking technology, uh, all right? Those tech specs, um, of what's going on inside of the shoes, uh, um, you know, because there's been a long lineage of uh, evolution uh, for multiple brands um, to where we're at uh, today. So we just wanted to touch on that timeline uh, um, as uh, Soul Material Crew does, uh, um, you know, just and then mix in some personal stories and, uh, you know, some of our. You know preferences along the way, uh, um, and uh, we've kind of teased it in other episodes when we talked about marketing campaigns and how they, you know, influence what's going on, whether the technology was super sound or not. Um, um, sometimes you got away with it just by good marketing. <laughs> uh, um, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and we told you we were those cereal box kids, so we're uh, you know influenced from the from the beginning. <laughs> um, so I think that that's what makes us um the, the the shark and OG and why we're um savvy about what we do um so we kick it to you OG uh get us started uh with that sneaker business talk sneaker technology
1: appreciate it shark um just off the break when I first think about you mentioned campaign whether it worked solidified things or not the first thing that comes to mind um the first time I got a black top and it was the reebok pump um nine years old and you know the advertising the campaigns for that but just having um as a kid almost like a toy on your foot in which something that you pushed and you felt something and it was so evolutionary at that time um i used to have one foot pumped and one foot not pumped, and then have the other one to switch and then have that release button on your shoe. Yeah, the release button was crucial. Yes, and just hearing the air come out, um, critical, critical. I just remember um, I went from being a pro wings kid and pay less shoes because I used to just kill shoes all the time to, again, having that first, I was a part of that first group of having that Air Max 187 and saying, oh my gosh, I need to keep up with my shoes because If I keep up with my shoes, I would get more of these. But the Reebok pump is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, And over the years, I've gotten older. And comfort, as opposed to nostalgia, and look um, become more important. Um, The first shoe I really put on my foot and said, oh my gosh, this is definitely something um, a little bit different. More recent um, has definitely been um, the boost technology with Adidas, and particularly with them using Michelin Tire rubber um, with the boost and and that type of thing. So um, a lot of times, I even will experience or experiment with um, having an insole in and out of a shoe, maybe buying a half size bigger or a half size smaller, and doing anything just to get the maximum comfort. And I'm um, not being a true runner and and, and so forth. Um, those just kind of blew me away as far as comfort goes. Um, but just historically, um, I can tell you also after Reebok Pump. There was something about that Asics gel. I remember um, a couple of shoes sold out and mom just brought home like these basic gray gel Asics. And man, I put those on my foot and I have a wide foot. So it's the reason why i from D.C. always wore basketball shoes or new balances. Um, but something about that Asics gel and that technology when it first dropped, it wasn't as hard or as stiff. And of course, it sounds ancient now, but back then it was literally having a cloud on your foot. So that was like, to me, boosted in the eighties or, or, or early early nineties for real was that Asic Gel. But those are the ones that come to mind um, instantly when I think about um, just moments in my head when I when I just think back to oh my gosh, I remember this, I remember that. Those are definitely uh, my four releases or you know my four technologies. But there's so much involved now because every year Nike Flyknit, so forth. But I'll let you now take it off shark because i mentioned my four and i know you have a whole lot more that i'm not even digging into because a whole lot of brands has done a whole lot of things and some i know you have in your vault that people probably don't know about that you mentioned before that you have trained in practicing even played in um that will be some of the best shoes and the best comfort and some of the best performances ever
0: yeah so you know on that timeline i think you know 80s 90s especially going into 2000s you know but like Eighties, nineties—that that era—you that didn't have, but so much technology, or technology wasn't um, this functional technology that just keeps evolving. Like every year, there's something new. You know that that wasn't going on. You know, what I mean, it was you know Nike Air and like that. Ooh, you know, and it was like how many things you can put air in um, uh, rather than like evolving the air to make it fit something and then you got into that in the in into the 90s with like up tempos and length you know fools i mean full length zoom um you know instead of just the pods and everything like that so um you know so i say all that to say since the technology was so basic you know from my intro it was a lot of marketing going on so yeah reebok pump was was i think for me the pump The D Brown dunk contest probably got me more than anything else, uh, um, you know, and, you know, I might have told this story before, but I remember being in youth league or whatever and having my, my Reebok pumps on, and it was, like, one of the times, like, I stepped on somebody's foot and twisted my ankle, and then, like, I remember, like, my dad, like, helping me, like, relace my shoe, and then... And then I, he was like, pump him up, love. you know what I mean? So I pump him up, and then I like, I just mentally felt like, oh, I'm good. I My ankle not hurt, I just got the pump, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like air cast, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? And just got back out there and played and won the game and everything like that. So just those moments, like, I'll, I'll never forget. Another one, one of my favorite shoes, you know, uh, the Converse uh, uh, aero jams with the Grandma Moss, like, especially the the – beginning of the react juice um like that was advertised as technology it had the little hang tag with the um you know explanation of what was going on and everything like that like react juice is gonna move and you move and everything like that when really it was like this little gel bubble on the back of the heel that just it looked like a little leveler like where, where you you know do uh you know, construction or whatever. Where, where we gotta, you know, line up the the bubble and the liquid or whatever. So that's what that looked like, where it just moved back and forth. And all was, but but I remember the commercial, and because he's like, you know, Grandma Ma's coming down the court, and then he like steps hard on the hardwood, and then like turns into a cartoon, and then you see the shoe like move around and everything. And I was like, oh, you got me. Um, but you know, I love that uh, that shoe. And then um, so the other side, styles of of technology at that time was just like putting a strap on something. It's like, you, you got locked down, um, um, you know, Jordan eights, you know, cause that wasn't, you know, that was, that's kind of a bulky non breathable shoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but it has the, you know, that like Harachi boot inner, you know what I mean? To smoothing it out a little, the ride a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, but like, you weren't thinking about that at that time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you weren't even thinking that they were heavier than the sevens. Um, um, But at the same time, um, so like other Nike basketball shoes, you know, they might have a strap uh, um, and um, and, you know, there was a wave of, you know, high school years of team shoes with, you know, and then all it was was straps or interchangeable straps. Um, um, You know what I'm saying? So and that's technology. Um, But then you get into the Vince Carter area and then you're. Boinging around um, with the shocks, and then you're just like, Wait, what is this shock that don't even look like it's comfortable? Um, um, um you know, what I mean, it doesn't even look like it gives. How does it spring? Um, um, but it worked, um, um, you know, what I'm saying, um, I'm maybe more for basketball than anything else, not the running or anything, but um, yeah, so I just those things stuck, stuck out to me, but then I just think of like Gary Payton's with the zipper, just those things that are different, but that was there for that was technology, like the, the gloves with the, you know, that was functionable for the, the wrap and, and then the zipper, the way that it locked down with the Velcro tab, the way you had the monkey paw, um, um you know, to have the stability on the ankle, on the inside, like that stuff was cool, um, um, you know, and it was very innovative because it wasn't, it was like so outside the box and I could just think of so many other different ways, you know what I mean, but then you know, you had other brands um, um, doing stuff like Converse. You know, they had those um, they tried to do, you know, and more like, I guess more like past Dennis Rodman, but like it stopped at Dwayne Wade when he tried to do the Converse thing, you know what I mean? Like some of their, and they had to do like redo some Dr. J's or whatever, but they you know, this was before Converse was acquired by Nike, um, so you could tell that you know they were trying to compete. You know what I mean? But their technology looked so basic, or it looked like uh, it looked like the combination of other people's stuff. You know, like like the look. You they almost had a shoe that looked like the cartridge, uh, shoot from the the McGrady. Uh, I remember f- for the. Um, uh, the Adidas because Adidas was just going all types of ways because Adidas mm-hmm. might have been the first one to put like a, a chip in your shoe um uh um and do some climate cool stuff uh, uh with a chip in it um, oh,
1: the, the climate oh my gosh that was you know what I'm saying like cool.
0: yeah yeah where it's like breathable on the bottom of the shoe mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and then climate cool made it into some basketball shoes too like some mm-hmm. Tim Duncan or whatever but like like I feel like I don't I forgot off the top of my head which McGrady that was but that was like Jumping the shark, you know what I mean. Where we, it like I get the like the Reebok had the instant pump, you know. You had the regular pump for the Shack, and then you had the the uh, Shack attack um, where it had the um, the the cartridge or the yellow the yellow cartridge and pump that you had to really like lock it in and then pump it um, like you couldn't just pump it from your from the thing like you could release it but you had to have the extra like a CO2 cartridge like you about to go fast and various autumn. them um, but like when that was similar for Adidas with the McGrady where you had to like pop out the back of the heel and then like uh, that was crazy um, <laughs> you know what I mean because I was like I don't remember anybody buying those things uh, um, but yeah so there was a you know what A time to be alive, a lot of um, you know, attempts. Um, but I think you know, it just picked up the pace with you know, going into the 2000s. Um, because then it became you know, fly net, fly wire, fly wire, um, hyper fuse, you know, all of those things where you could take away all those bulky leathers, uh, um, and and extra uh, layers where they were just trying to get smarter and lighter weight and adding more. Fuse meshy uh, 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 uppers to, uh, together, um, or those one-piece uppers, because our shoes growing up, they had a lot of pieces, uh, um, and now you can, it's like one piece, and it just <laughs> wraps around half the time, so, um, and uh, I think that that's what's changed, especially with with the fly knit, um, and then it's like battle knit, and then, you know, then we got to, we've talked about like elite series for Nike, where you had carbon fiber shanks on the outside um, of, of the heel. And then you had Teflon shoelaces, like who these <laughs> bulletproof shoelaces? Um, um, you know what I'm saying? Apparently LeBron, LeBron James does. Um, 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 or maybe John Morant. <laughs> but another story for another day. Um, <laughs> but...
1: Shots fired. Literally. Take it, OG. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Man, with you going back into the timeline, i um, I'm wondering now, Shark, given where we are with the evolution of technology, have things gone way too far now with everything trying to be so advanced everyone trying to up one another to where people need to go back to the basics? So it's to the point now, we look at all of these brands. um, I'm not saying things can't get better, but I feel like the last few years, things have kind of tailed off, which I'm not even motivated to try on a shoe at a store to see how the technology feels because it's to a point now where I'm just like I'm not saying it's getting gimmicky but it seems that way to me Just wanted your take on that
0: so that's a great question and I'm going to like go two different lanes really quick but Mm -hmm. they're all on the same road right so because I'm splicing hairs with the question right of you know like what's going on is it going too far or do people not care anymore Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying so Posing those two questions, I think it's, the simple answer to me is from my business mind says people don't care. Um, t- they don't care to know. And one of the reasons why I think they don't care to know is because of the source of the information, right? The the the, the brands put stuff out there, but they don't push their information through their mediums, right? Mm. We're in influencer world, so they are pushing their tech spec messages through influencers. And these are people who only have, you know, digital reach, uh, um, but they're not, they're not the NBA player um, to say that this is that function. So who do you ask your question to? Right. Do I size up? You know that, you know, I get you, you see people put it on yeah. our page, you know, what do we, what sizes or whatever. And we answer the question because we know, and we've used them Now, Not everyone can answer the questions. Um, um, You know what I mean? So I think that that's part of the psychology here is that, you know, the brand isn't pushing it direct, the information about the tech direct to consumer. All right. We lost other mediums. Go back to our East Bay episode. That's tech spec heaven um, because it has everything about the shoe, the weight, the materials, uh, an encyclopedia for everybody uh, is gone. Okay. And now, do you even value that information? Do you care when you walk into the store? You said you're not motivated to walk in the store. Psychology, for me, says I'm not walking into the store to try on the shoe because no one's there to help me. Hmm. There's no subject matter expert that just says that has been trained to say this material does this, this, and this. Did you know about that? Uh, um, you know, if you wore the shoe three times and did this, um, um you know, it's really going to break it in. You know what I mean? Like, you need. Let's just talk running. You need one person in the store that is a runner or knows a runner or knows about running to be knows able to feet. fully sell running shoes. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't care if it's Foot Locker or whatever, whatever store they have shoes for athletics. All right, so. But you're not thinking about that when you're hiring people, right? No, you're not. You're more, you, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's more of where we're at. It's just we're in the age of misinformation and too much information. Therefore, we're desensitized to even caring about what it is, right? Like, imagine that other off-brand APL or whatever that, that had the campaign where the NBA banned the shoe, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, and again... In the beginning the Jordans you know shout out if you watch the air movie uh, um you know he, they banned the Jordan one because of the colorway and everything like that right um and then that was became the marketing campaign which is paid the fine um but the NBA banned this shoe um and I actually did some research on it um because I was like what made that shoe they said it had a, it gave players a competitive advantage now, that shoe was tested against many other other shoes, including Nike shocks and some other stuff with the bounce tests. And like, do you just propel higher than the other ones? Like, well, there were other shoes that propelled higher. Um, that shoe actually had something in it that I've never seen where it looked dangerous to me. I was like, why don't we talk about this? In the forefoot, it literally has a spring in it, like a real spring. That looks like if you're wore too hard like that's you're not, you know, wear that down on the blacktop and see how... Mm how, uh, what your foot feels like after that. But my point is the other test said that that shoe, the the based on the combination of materials and where they were placed and how they function, the cushioning and the absorb the shock and then like give, disperse the energy and then give it right back. You know what I mean? And that's what gives you the spring. I learned that the competitive advantage wasn't the shoe itself, all right? And no one really talked about that part. The competitive advantage is that If someone can, uh, uh, you know, make more force, a bigger person, they will get more out of the shoe. You know what I mean? So that means that a bigger, harder cut person is going to get more spring and bounce back than a guard that's lighter or whatever. That's the competitive advantage is that it reacts differently for every person. Uh, Mm -hmm. So there's no symmetry between it. It literally, if someone can conjure that motion up, that would help them better than the next person um, uh, um you know what i'm saying so i just thought that like look how nobody told that story so again uh soul material giving that clarity over popularity you see it uh, um and um we just you know again like that's a lot of technology going on and, and, and it was banned by the nba you know what i mean and i was like wow even if you didn't sell it like like i'm sitting here like why didn't that shoot why didn't that sell just because it was banned like you could have just did a whole. Campaign about that, you know what I mean? But, you know, because people didn't care but so much they didn't put much into it. And then like if you a hooper, there are a lot of hoop shoes, you know, that are not the name brand. You know what I mean? Shout out to like Langster Galloway with the the uh, ethics and and then you know, you have your brand blacks and you have, you know, um plenty other um um smaller brands. Uh, um that are doing stuff shoot i saw I, I learned recently that amari cooper has a shoe it's called the route runner um, um you know what i mean like really he has his own he made his own shoe from scratch um you know what i mean and i was like hey you know for a football player to have a cross training shoe i was just like hey that's pretty cool um doesn't look like anything special or whatever but you know what's the i have all the expectations um, um you know what i mean i like the initiative um, um you know what i mean so there's plenty of other people that are doing similar things but yeah they uh lot going on um with the technology but you know that's why it's like what's proprietary you know what do people care about you know what i mean there are a lot of different shoes over in china and the way of weights and peak and all that other stuff um you know what i mean they have some viable cushioning uh, uh um you know proprietary you know systems um you know what i mean and you know i'm actually not surprised that they're not supported um that's because i feel like if you hoop then you you don't you want the most comfortable shoe for your game. Um, um, you know what I'm saying? But you know, there's too much wishy-washy over the fence, on the fence, you know, I'm I'm in the game, but I, sneaker game, but I'm not really in it, because yeah, you, your entry point was just the the hobby, not the lifestyle of wearing the shoes or wearing them to perform. So I don't know.
1: Definitely. And in close with that being said, Martin, I remember um a few of your shoes. Um, and this is technology I don't think you have mentioned yet, and I'm surprised you haven't, maybe saving this for last, um, was the Nike Zoom Air and how that changed the game um, in many fronts um, with the trainers um, and in the 90s and so forth. And um, the combination of not only the Zoom Air, but I remember on a couple of their models where they had the sole that had kind of like The soft oval spikes. And I think the combination of those two things um, made the cushioning and the fit just incredible in a lot of those models. So I want to shout um, the Zoom Air out as well, because that was definitely a game changer for me um, as far as comfort and performance. And um, there's a lot of materials. Um, that I have to re- really research the seeks I think that Jordan brand, they always bring something new and innovative to everything that they do with the regular Jordan model. Um, and sometimes the finish is too tight for my foot because um, I have a wide foot. Um, but shout out to um, the Jordan 32. Um, that's a Jordan I still ball until this day. And also the Jordan 30, um, just the lace system and, and how those just worked were absolutely awesome. But now, you know, being where we are, um, a fresh pair of New Balances. And I don't know what's an end cap. I'm not sure <laughs> what the base technology is, but um, the comfort of the shoes historically being from Washington, you see that's the reason why um New Balances really got on the map is because guys were out in the streets doing what they were doing and they wanted to be comfortable being out in the streets for 10, 12 hours at a time. And um, I am just impressed and also proud of um how New Balance has continued to keep who and what they are as far as their identity and um they haven't wavered too much as far as um particularly the stuff being made in usa or wherever it's made and the quality of their materials and the quality of the fit and the performance um usually when you have a pair of new balances as long as you don't get stuck in some kind of crazy rainstorm and and, and kind of mud pile or in some kind of quicksand um you, you got them and, and as long as it's not a white mid so um, you got them for quite a while, as, as far as them still looking fresh and, and still being wearable. So, shout out to New Balances as well. But um, comfort wise, man, I'm, I'm all about um, New Balances right now, um, particularly the 992s and um, the 990 series, and they just keep evolving in a comfort to wear. Whatever tweaks that they made the past three or four years. That's a shoe I go into a store and just just try on and see what size fits the best. Don't need a special insole or anything. And i'm um, so shout out to New Balance as far as that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, as far as like Zoom and stuff, you know, like we've talked about in some other episodes too, because you know, I've compared. Zoom air to the DMX, the Reebok DMX uh technology, the way that you can literally feel the, the 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 air chambers moving underneath your feet, uh um, you know, and uh that functionality then got to the full length zoom and stuff like that. And then you had like and then it turned into visible zoom because you couldn't see it, and then you can see it, and then you know, there's always, you know. Um, you know, especially like the LeBron line has evolved some of the way that the pods work to have this like Zoom pods now, uh, um, and they like protrude from the outside as well, um, with some of the uh, the later models, um, and uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, I like I'm happy that like Jordan Brand. Was incorporating Zoom into some of their shoes because you know, don't sleep on the Carmelo Anthony line, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, ha- over three quarters of that line, those shoes were actually comfortable. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, 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 you know what I'm saying? And, um, like if you hooped and you really, like, yeah, yeah, um, um, understand how the comfortable basketball shoes should function, like, yeah, he was really, uh, uh, because they do have the Zoom and some, you know, uh. Air in the heels of them um, as well, and then Jordan, you know, has evolved to have their own proprietary stuff, like the flight plate. Uh, um, and they clearly took out some room underneath your 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 art uh, because half of these models don't even just you can put your finger through the the whole thing uh, um, because you still have that sole and that flight plate underneath. But they're like taking the art, uh, and that's the you know where they you know minimize some of the the materials underneath there, and seems to be um uh working pretty much you don't actually don't see a lot of Jordans like blowing out like some of these uh of these other nikes uh, to be honest with you so um they must be doing something right um over there and um yeah you know you got zion williams on your team so you got somebody to battle test uh uh, uh those uh those shoes or whatever so so, so yeah a lot of uh functionality there's so much more that we're probably not even uh, uh touching on but you know like we said just giving you some highlights um of the timeline of uh of our lifespan of looking at sneaker technology how it's evolved uh what it meant to us and uh just posing that rhetorical question all to our audiences what does it mean to you um do you care um you know because um you know we want you to care and you you know we wouldn't mind if we're part of one of your resources. Uh, so keep tuning in to the podcast you cheer for. and We'll break it down. Um, you know, check us out on our YouTube channel and uh, also on Instagram, you know, drop us some questions. Uh, let us know, um, you know, what uh, questions you have about some technology, right? Be able to connect some dots for you. Indeed. Right? So uh, final words from the OG before we sign off.
1: I'm just looking forward to not depending on remakes and retros and um looking forward to having a future episode in which there is some new technology no matter the company that really blows us away and i'm looking forward to that episode but for now um i'm i'm kind of after the boost man it hasn't been anything new that i've tried that has really blown me away so um i'm hoping within the next year um, there'll be something that's, that's advertised or something that, that, that would be recommended. And we'll have episodes say, yeah, hey, everyone, check this out because we, this technology right, right here is real. Like I said, it's so much out there now um, with the variety and um, <clears throat> so many shoes, so many brands. Um, I'm really not into just trying everything. I don't even have the time anymore, honestly, but I'm just looking forward to that day of having that feeling again and um, us coming up here on a podcast you cheer for and breaking it down and, like you say, us peeling back those layers on that new technology on that shoe that that, that blew me away. I'm looking forward to that moment.
0: All right. There you have it. Another episode of Sneaker Business Talk uh in the books. Um So for the Soul Material Podcast, I'm T-Bart the Street Shark
1: and OGEL. Peace All to right. you.
0: Signing off.